struggle with walking the line between, on the one hand, feeling like you want to be open and letting your teenager know that they can talk to you about anything and it's not a problem, you love them no matter what and you're always going to support them, but on the other hand, feeling like that you're going to follow through with enforcing your rules and disciplining them when they break the rules. It almost seems like an impossible situation sometimes. How can parents do this? Well, that's the topic of an upcoming episode featuring Darby Fox, author of the book Rethinking Your teenager. Here's a clip from that episode so you can see what we talk about. We want to make sure we allow the space so that they feel it's their process, right? Because for a variety of reasons, once someone's giving too much information or we've noticed we've upset our parents, they're like, oh, don't say anything. Like, it's not really about that. Or you don't need to protect me. It's too intrusive. Mm -hmm. And again, the message goes back to the kid that you don't think they're adequate. Like, I can't take care of this. And especially if they're feeling down about something, Mm. that's not a great reinforcement. I think as parents, it's really, and I've definitely made this mistake, you know, with different kids, different situations where we really do have to check what is, where are we coming from? Is that my agenda or is that yours? And frequently, even, you know, I'm pretty in tune parent. I kind of let my agenda lead or I have. You know, I think it's really important that we check ourselves with that. And when we feel escalated, like angry or sad or too much emotion Mm. about a certain situation, that's our time to pull back and say, wait, we aren't the center. And it's this raising our kids and then the parents and that's all that matters. It's like what we're doing is raising you to be a bigger part of something else. So we have to teach that empathy. And manners is really important. This sounds old-fashioned, but the surest way to build self-esteem is other people notice if you're well-behaved or you say please or thank you or have a good day or let me hold the door for you. Immediately, people notice that And then you're noticed. And that kind of makes you think, oh my gosh, that was so easy. I held the door for them and they noticed it. Okay, that's a good feeling. So we have to work on rekindling those positive feelings in order to for kids to then not be able to take in the negative. Like, I know that sounds kind of like a quick pull together, but that's what it is. If you've got some self-esteem and some awareness, if you didn't make this up, if you, you know, got a... F on the spelling bee, if you've got other things in this world you're aware of, yeah, it's okay. I'm not the best. Not a big deal. Right. 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 And that's where we have to start. It doesn't feel like a threat to your identity as much or something. Yeah. Like, how could you? So I think that's important to start at an early age. And, you know, you expect your teenagers to act a certain way towards other people. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of builds on itself. This episode is coming soon to Talking to Teens. If you want to get the whole thing right now, sign up for a membership. Our members get exclusive access to the full-length extended editions of all of our podcast episodes and unreleased episodes weeks before they become available to the public. Take advantage of our 14-day free trial. Sign up for a membership today. 